the better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is the place for miracles. We have an interesting topic that um, I think is pretty black and white, but we've gotten some debate over if this is really true or not. Does God want to heal you? My clear-cut answer is absolutely. Proof in the Bible and every story that he, everyone he touched, every story that was written about him was that he is loving and compassionate and kind and does want to heal you. But there are people out there that don't see it that way. Well, it's true, but I can give you reasons why he does want to heal you. All right, well then rattle them off, let's go. Well, the first thing is he created you in his own image. You were made only a little bit lower than the angels. You know that? Greater is he who's in you than he that is in the world. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He made you only a little bit lower than the angels. He created you in his image. And that's one of the things that the devil hates the most about people is when he looks at you and me, he sees God because we look like God. We are made in his image. That's the first reason that he, that that he loves you. That has to be annoying for him. <laughs> and Too the bad. second reason is because he loves you. And he made his love an act of his giving. He gave his son Jesus on a cross so that you and I might not perish but have everlasting life. He cares. He not only cares, but he demonstrated his caring by putting his son on the cross that you and I might have eternal life. We might be saved, healed, and delivered in every area of our lives. And then uh, he's a healer because he said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now notice he said, I am. Not I used to be, or not I will be someday, but I am. I am the Lord, and I change not. I'm the Lord that healeth thee, and I change not. Well, of course, Jesus confirmed that in the New Testament when he said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Even That's though three he reasons. is the same, and I agree, I'm simply just throwing out questions here. Even if he is the same, and he is a healing Jesus, a lot of people think that the miracles died out in the Bible. Even though he might want to heal you, or, does he still actually Show me the chapter you? and verse where it says that. I'm Did just, you notice? I'm just saying there are a lot of people truly, All right. deeply believe that. Here's, here's what many people think. They think that when the apostles died out, the miracles died out. Well, did you notice? If you read the book of Acts, the book of Acts has no ending. That's kind of just open. The reason is because it's not over. We're still living in New Testament days. We are his modern day disciples. Now, we're not Peter. We're not James. We're not John. We're not Philip. We're not one of the others. No. But the Bible says if we continue in His Word, then we are His disciples. They're gone, but we're here. There's no reason for us to not have the same power of those doing miracles in the Bible, right? I was just right. I was just up in Canada recently, and I prayed for a, a, a young girl who had been diagnosed with cancer. She came into our service. She'd never been in a service like that before. I prayed for her and a number of other people during that service. We had lots and lots of miracle testimonies. I got word when I got back to the States that she had been back to the doctor, to the hospital to have her blood count done. Her blood count level went from 13,000 down to six. And the cancer doctor used the word miracle. He said, this is a miracle. And he absolutely canceled all of her chemotherapy treatment. You see, he's still healing. He is the Lord who heals us in every area of our lives. Now, we say, well, does he, does it, does he do it automatically? Does he do it uh, immediately? Well, sometimes, yes. Sometimes it comes over a period of time. We're not in charge of that agenda. You know, I tell, I tell people I'm in, I'm, in, uh, I'm in sales. I'm not in management. I'm not, I'm not in charge of telling God what to do. My job is to preach and to pray and to believe God for miracles. Right. 
And the Bible says in 3 John 2 that, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and mm -hmm. be in health. Well, that's Even, healing. It is healing, and I, I agree, but there are a lot of people who think that God gave them that illness or, or God is, is testing them with that illness. What would you say where, to someone who did, thinks that? Where does it say that? Show me the scripture. I don't know where people get these I'm ideas. I'm not sure where they got it. The Bible does not say that God puts sickness and disease on those that he loves. Now, in the Old Testament, he puts some, of, some on God's enemies. Make no mistake about that. But you see, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. We're no longer under the law. We're under God's grace. That means we have a Bible right to healing. Why and 3 John 2 makes it clear. He, it's it his seems, greatest wish. Yeah, it seems well, in every clear. area of our lives, that's healing. Where did the notion that people, it seems to have died out a lot, but there are still people who really feel like they're suffering for Jesus. Oh, well, I'll tell you why. Where did that come from? Uh, when Constantine conquered the Roman Empire, I think in around 400 AD, the Christians were no longer suffering and being martyred for their faith. Up to that point, they were boiled in oil. If they were captured, they were, uh, they were slain in the middle of the Colosseum. They were, Peter, Peter is believed by many scholars, was crucified upside down. Uh, they were killed for their faith and they never knew. The resurrection was very near and dear to them because at any moment they could lose their life because they believed in Jesus. The wicked emperor Nero is the one who really came after the Christians. But when Constantine conquered the Roman Empire, he declared Christianity to be the state religion. Suddenly, the Christians were no longer martyred. They were no longer uh, jumped on, criticized, ostracized, attacked. They were not jailed any longer. And somebody got up the idea that, well, we, we, we need to find another way to suffer for God. And someone came up with the, with the idea, well, let's suffer for God through, his, through sickness. And if it be His will, then God will heal us. Well, that's the worst lie the devil has ever put on people. Whoever that person was, it's a, that's a, that's a terrible thing. God doesn't, why would God put sickness on us and then send Jesus to heal us? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, think about it for a minute. God is a healing God. And we need to understand that. He's not going to put sickness and disease on you. He loves you. He cares about you. He created you. You even look like him. And 3 John 2 says his greatest wish, as you just said, is that we be well in every area of our life, and that's healing. I, I just don't think of him in the way of putting misery on people and putting suffering on people. But there are really people out here who, who believe that that's true, and I just I don't see the evidence of that well, in the Bible. If they want to suffer God. for the Lord, they can have double what I have, you know, what's been attacking me if that's what they want, you know. You just take the whole mind. Take, I don't want, and I don't want any part of sickness. When sickness tries to come on me, I want to get well, and I don't really care how I get well. Yeah. If 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 somebody prays for me, thank God. If a doctor treats me, thank God. If I take two Tylenol, thank God. You know, I, I just give the glory to God. And what a witness it would be when somebody who maybe doesn't believe or isn't sure about it sees someone healed, or they themselves are healed of something. What a witness that would be to them. But there's an example of what you're just saying. Years ago, I was in northern Nigeria and there was a young man who had never walked in his life. And I prayed for him that night in front of about 15, 25, 15 to 20,000 people. And God healed him. And he came up on the platform walking. Everybody in town knew. In fact, I was the only one there in the crowd that didn't know who he was. He was a beggar. He's famous. His, his, he, he, his parents carried him to the post office where he begged for money each day. He was crippled. He'd never been able to walk in his life. Never taken a step. Well, that night God healed him and everybody saw it. And the next day the newspapers put the story on the front page. And the next night, 100,000 people 
came to hear the message, and 25,000 were born again. That miracle was a witness of God's healing power, and it pointed people toward the healer, who is Jesus. I can't imagine not knowing Christ or His healing power and witnessing something like that. What? Well, you've I, seen it all your life. I've seen other. I've seen other people who have never seen it witness it, and it seems amazing from their perspective. I can't relate. I, I'm sure it would be really interesting, but having grown up this way, I can't relate to that. But what a witness it must be to those people to see something so shocking, stunning, life-changing as witnessing a miracle right in front of you. Well, to us, it's supernatural, but to God, it's just His natural way of doing things. It's an interesting <laughs> way of doing things. I mean, I here I'm used to seeing it, but for others, I'm sure it must be something maybe even scary, but it's really not. It's just showing how much He really loves us. The miracles show His tender side and how much He cares about His people down to the littlest, tiniest details. I know a lot of people who think, well, of course He cares about us, but He's not interested in X, Y, Z or this small part of my life. And I just don't see that. I see He cares so much about us that He's interested in even the tiniest, dumbest little details. The things that are important to us are things that are important to Him. Well, if He sees a sparrow fall, which the Bible says He does, then how much more is He concerned about us, His own creation? He wants us healed. He wants us whole. And that power is still very real today. Can I pray right now? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you're going through, maybe it is cancer. Maybe it's fear or worry or anxiety. Maybe you, you have hypertension. Maybe it's a heart or blood pressure or blood sugar problem. Or maybe uh, you, you have a brittleness in your bones and you have a difficulty with arthritis. Or maybe it's uh, in some other area of your body. Maybe it's your lungs, breathing, or, or your stomach, or your kidneys, or your liver. Or maybe it's in your eyes or in your, in your loss of hearing. Whatever it is, he said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. And Jesus confirmed it in the, in the New Testament when he said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. So in other words, what God did in Bible days, he is still doing these days. Jordan, in the past 20 years, I suppose, 20 years, we've had more than 150,000 healing testimonies. Hardly a day goes by without our hearing from someone heal of cancer mm -hmm. or some other terrible, terrible attack against their body. So in the authority of Jesus' name right now, knowing that there's no distance in prayer, I pray over you. And I come against this satanic attack. I rebuke the sickness. I rebuke the disease. I pray right now for you to be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And I say to the devil, devil, you take your hands off God's property and you let go of every person watching us right now on YouTube. Right now, I believe with you for healing. I pray for your body to be healed and for your body to function normally. And for you to release your faith and agree with me and believe with me and expect a miracle. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The Place for Miracles podcast is supported by the donations of the friends and partners of Oral Roberts Ministries. If you would like to support this or other outreaches of this ministry, please go to oralroberts.com. We believe when you spread the good news of Jesus Christ, your giving will be abundantly multiplied back to you according to God's word in Luke 6, 38. We believe you are on your road to a better life in 2019.